Previously on Live at 605. Stop trying to lie to those listeners. Well, I'm, no, I'm going to work tomorrow. You never said you were. I told you on Friday. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> For the listeners at home, I never win anything ever in life. Because <laughs> you're always wrong. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 13, episode 2 of Live at 605. Mm-hmm. And it's your boy Gucci Malin back up in it, aka Superhero Kid. What? And I am your podcaster, Val. No nicknames? No nicknames. Chosen Why? one? No. I don't need to, I don't need the antics, the to, antics. Get, to get people to listen to me. No, I, let me tell you this. I never give myself nicknames, but I've been given the best nicknames. As you gave me like a scowl. Who gave you Gucci Man? No, I gave myself Gucci Man. Yeah, that makes no. Your sentences make no sense. So as but, you said, this is episode two of Live at, of Live at Six Hundred Five, and we had a really awesome premiere. Yeah, it I, did very very well. Did very very well. We took a longer than usual um, hiatus between mm-hmm. seasons, um, just because we were busy. As but, you can tell from last week. As you can tell from last week, but I felt like we came back. With some really great stories, and so we thank all the listeners who actually stayed um, dialed in and listened to the premiere episode. Yeah, we got lots of compliments on the great cover art that you made for season 13. I think it's their mm. best one yet. That one in season 3, me and my green shirt over there. Oh, God. Actually, that, season 4. That era where you only bought solid color t-shirts on. Yeah, except that new season, new color. Anyway, And then you class it up a bit. Anyways, hey, I, you were I, my creative director back then. You ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Anyways, so this episode is just another awesome continuation of all the other stories, remaining stories we didn't get to tell you guys from the premiere episode, but then also all the different things we did this past week. Yeah, in the last seven days. The last seven days have been action packed because John and I. As you may have heard in our previously on, we're both off for some of the week. Yes, some of the week. Bit of a staycation where mm-hmm. we got to stay home and do a whole bunch of things, which we'll get to. There's mm-hmm. a whole uh, couch debacle. Is that your sponsorship? No, I have a different sponsor. That's just good. That'll be a story. That'll be a story. That'll be a story. Uh, but before we get into sponsorships... Mm-hmm. Why don't you give out your contact info? So if you guys want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've done this past week especially, it's uh, ValGomez23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. When are you going to post your picture from today? Ooh, later tonight. You're going to put in like three days worth of Yeah, uh, I figured it might be okay. Like, it's probably better to do it that way. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm at Malincamp. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, up to 103 followers on Instagram this nice. week. I got someone new following me just about 10 hours ago. A real person? Uh, I think it was a sex bot. So <laughs> I need people to follow me on Instagram so I don't go below 101. Mm-hmm. And Twitter, I'm always on there tweeting funny things and yeah. podcast links. So check us out there. And then Facebook.com slash Live at 605. We got memes. We got uh, face swaps. We got celebrity endorsements. Yeah. I oh. love that you taught our... Four-year-old nephew to say juice, juice. <laughs> today from Robert. No, not Robert Kardashian. No, Robert Shapiro. Shapiro from OJ, aka John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, and then what do people do on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into our news and noteworthy. 
Well, before we get into things, do you have a sponsorship for the week? You want no, you had your leftover one from last week. Yeah, I, I think I had two, but I might just tell one now and save another one for later. Okay. So why don't we get into my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> this one pissed me off, and it goes back to, uh, I already wrote on my finger, oh. four minutes in. Um, we have issues with bikers. Yes. Fuck bikers, that's what yeah. I say. Uh, so I was walking home from work one day, mm-hmm. and I was walking under a bridge because I have to. Obviously, because there's no way for me to get home without walking under you a bridge. You trolls and billy goats. <laughs> but this was like a good bridge. Like it's not like not one of those fandangled bridges. No, exactly. <laughs> so I'm walking. I'm trying to think of how I can explain this as best possible, just like the area. So I'm walking under this bridge with other people. Yes, indeed, you're walking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Christopher walking down the street. <laughs> I'm walking under uh, a bridge, but it's in a very populated area. There's lots of people behind me walking because I'm a faster walker. Mm-hmm. Are they homeless? These people are not because <laughs> okay. it's like Spadina area. Is it like West Side Story? Uh, no, but I think I had a West Side Story moment. <laughs> you start snapping? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> snap. Do you know 2003 was um, the golden age for hip-hop dances? Because the best hip hop dance ever mm. was the snap. Dun, dun, okay, dun, you need to dun. stop. There's dun, times dun. in our lives. Girl, shake that laugh, hey, Taffy. That's <laughs> that laugh, hey, Taffy. Where John just starts doing these weird dance moves, and I'm like, why do I care about this? Yeah, but the same time, same year, Young Jock gave us "It's Going Down." Ding, ding, ding. No. Anyway, I'm telling you anyway. Tell your damn story under the bridge. So I'm walking under the bridge and... Are you going to play the Red Hot Chili <laughs> Pepper song here? Cue the music. No, I'm not going to do that. Yes, you do. Oh, why do I sound like this? <laughs> I'm so a morning I... Kardashian. <laughs> can I tell my story for You're once You're sabotaging my... yourself. <laughs> sabotaging myself? Is that what you said? Jeez Louise, is this what it's going to be like for the rest of the season? <laughs> so I'm walking under a bridge... Uh-huh. All these people behind me, and uh, the bridge uh, area that I'm underneath, it's uh, it's small, but not that small. Anyways, the point of the story is this biker was riding behind me, mm-hmm. and he's riding past me, and there's lots of area for him to walk. Yeah. The motherfucker rides right into Wait, the back of me. there's lots of area for him to walk or cycle? <laughs> A lots of area for him to cycle and for me to walk. Okay. The point of the story is this biker fucking ran into the back of me and kept riding. <laughs> he ran into you? <laughs> yeah. Why did he use you as a pylon? He basically put his shoulder into the back of into my back and kept riding. Did the tire hit you? His tire didn't. It was like his. He like leaned into me and like popped me in the back. Do you push me forward? What the fuck? The problem was, you know, sometimes when something like so out of the blue happens and you're just like stunned. This guy, it was pretty hard. Like it didn't knock me over, but it definitely did knock me to the ground. But it knocked me forward. Right. And I think the other thing was, I think he may have been a hobo. Oh. On a bike? <laughs> yeah, hobos can have bikes. I guess so. They can have shotguns. That's true. <laughs> so, so I just thought that was, I was like. That's an unfortunate. Yeah. you're not even going to be able to chase them. No, I couldn't chase them. And there was all this Would room. you actually try and chase them? If it was like some rich biker, I would have been like, yeah, but a hobo. I'm like, well, I'll let him do his thing. He probably has <laughs> ha- have had a, a tougher life than I. Gotcha. And the other thing I wanted to quickly say was when I went to Best Buy a few weeks ago to buy a, a printer. Ink. I was asking you, you genuinely did not buy us a printer. So. I, forgot, I forgot what the word cartridge was. <laughs> yeah. Printer, dot, 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 
ink. <laughs> I'm standing in line. And you know what the lineup's like at Best Buy. There's no one behind me, no one in front of me. Yeah. But there's two people paying. So I'm standing at the front of the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, there's, uh, I'm standing at the front of the line. And all of a sudden, this guy is holding like this huge box, walks right past me and stands about eight feet in front of me. Why is he blo- taking over your spot? And so I'm like, okay. I'm going to bud. So I'm like, I'm waiting to see if this guy, I'm like, is he going to go with someone who's paying? Yeah. I was like... Or did he just butt ahead of me? Because I was going to wait until he went, if he actually went up to, like, the cashier. Yeah. So he's standing there for about five seconds, ten feet in front of me. And all of a sudden, he turns back behind me. He's like, oh, are you in line? I'm like, yeah, did you not see me? Like, Thank you. He like, brush by me are to go. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm like, what kind of person just, like, what, what universe are you living in? Where Ugh. it's like, I'm in a very set-out line. I know yeah. I'm the only one there, but it's like yeah. this gated area. What do you think area. I'm waiting for? Yeah, so I just, like, what I thought Jack- that was. But what did you say? I was like, yeah, I am waiting here. Like, get behind me. How did you see it, though? I was like, yeah, I'm standing here. <laughs> Either way, he went behind what my ass. But I was just like, would you ever do that? Where it's like, if you see someone in a line, no, you're just so, like, I don't oblivious do that. to I things? I feel like manners have been lost. 2016, garbage year, nobody has manners. Yeah, and can I say, I was the first one who car- called things a garbage year this yeah. year. And now, see how it's caught on? To me? <laughs> no, but I said I had my like, 31's a garbage birthday. Yeah. And now you're calling 2016 a garbage year. Who that's because that John from? Oliver called it. You didn't call it a garbage year. Yeah, I said it was the worst year ever. Yeah, not garbage. I trademarked Fine. garbage. Did you? This episode's going to be called Garbage Year. <laughs> write that down. And we found ourselves a title. And that is also our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> So why don't we get into this week's podcast because we... Uh, we have a lot to finish off. Got a lot to finish off. We're also kind of tired and hungry. We got food. You got to watch the rest of Gilmore Girls. Yes. We got to watch hockey. I got to put a lamp together. You got to sit on the new couch. Yeah, that's a lot. So we have to do all this. We have this. a lot of first world problems right now, guys. It's 7.30. We got to do all this before 12.30. Yeah. <laughs> so let me look at my notes here. And the first thing I have is Arkells. Yeah. Do you want to start? You go for it. I've been talking too much. So... I'm a hound dog. <laughs> So, the Arkells, who are an amazing Canadian band, um, they come out of Hamilton, Ontario. I've previously... Have you seen them? I've, nev- I've seen them once live, but I saw them live because of a shoot we were doing for one of my former employers for Ox Music. Okay. And so, one of the series that we were working on, um, we got to interview Max, who is like the lead yeah. singer of the Arkells, and then... From a distance and just like... From walk, a distance. Exactly. Just listening to them perform like as like a sound check. Can I just say one, one thing that's mm. kind of off topic, but just because I brought up that song. Mm. When we were, when you were driving us home today and we were listening to all this Christmas music, mm. this one song came on. And I know you like obviously love Christmas music, right? Obviously. Could you listen to it like July Christmas yeah. music? The one song that came on that I wanted to like rip my ears off and like jump out of the car was... <laughs> it was the Whitney Houston song where it's like... Um, I got... Do you hear what yeah. I hear? Because the part that always makes me laugh because it's like so dramatic. She's like, a child. Yeah. A child. Yeah. I always just want to like stop. A child. Stuff. So something, like, something. We get it. It's yeah. a child. I get it. But anyways, that's anyway. off topic. Um, okay. So <laughs> the Arkells, a great Canadian band. We mm. feel like they could inevitably take the place of bands like tragically hip as like that yeah, kind of following for sure um they're a bit younger they're b- basically our age if not a little bit older than us i think hit or yeah, miss correct and so ha- have you seen them before no so here's the funny thing is 
So we went with Dan, uh, Fabian, Sean, and Tesla because uh, Sean Tesla got Dan tickets for his birthday to our house because Dan's a big fan mm-hmm. and he's been a big fan since their first album. Right. And I remember their first album before I even knew you came out. Right. That's not before I knew you. Sorry, I said that weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, he would always try to get me to go see the Arkells. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't really like them. I don't like their music. And they've been a band since about 2008. So yeah. they had their first album called Jackson Square. Yeah. Which apparently, is a square in Hamilton. Okay. And I like a couple songs on that album, but it was never enough for me to go to their exactly. Show. But Dan kept saying he's like, oh, they're one of their bands. Even if you don't know a lot of them, they're so good live. And I was like, eh. eh. So, they ended up coming, and Sean and Tesla were like, do you guys all want to go for Dan's birthday? Yeah. So, we said, for sure. Well, I was going to say, fast forward to about four years ago, three years ago, when I became a big fan, whatever their album with 1111 mm-hmm. came out, and a few other albums had come out, and I'd listen to more and more music, right. and I'm like, oh, these guys are awesome. So, I kind of... High be- Noon. High Noon, yeah. that was the one with my song on it. Yeah. Leather Jacket. So, that album came out, mm-hmm. and then their new album came out, which is awesome, and I went yeah. back and listened to their older albums, I'm like, okay, now I'm a big fan of them. Okay. So, I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, let's do this show. And so, they were playing at Massey Hall, which they had never played at before, which, for those of you guys who don't live in Toronto and are listening, I know we've said this before, is Massey Hall is one of those iconic music venues that a lot of um, artists typically like to sing unplugged because of how great the acoustics are in there. And so, like, Neil Young has performed legend shows there, the Rolling Stones. Um, I don't know. Like, who else? Oh, uh, uh, who the guy from yesterday? What's his face? Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot was tragically playing Tragically Hip, et cetera. Fleet Foxes. Exactly. So everyone really Elvis wants Presley. to play that when they come to Toronto. So we went to the second show. Yeah. And on a scale of 1 to 10 Fastbenders, what do you give the R. Kells? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. This may, I'm trying to think, this might be the highest Fassbender rating I've ever given anything. Mm-hmm. Probably give it a 9.799. Like, what? just under 9.8. Why? I thought it was one of the best. I, I said after the show it was top five best concerts I've ever been to ever. And I feel like we've been to a lot of great shows, mm-hmm. like Arcade Fire at Danforth, Wyclef Jean in Montreal is my all-time best concert. Mm-hmm. We've been to so many good shows, and this is one of those shows where it's like, start to finish, is one of those shows where I didn't want it to end. You know, sometimes you go to concerts, you're like, okay, I'm just waiting to hear the five songs I like at the end. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those shows I'm like, okay, perfect, perfect songs, perfect stage presence by the lead singer, Max. Mm-hmm. Great song choice, great... He didn't do all the hits at the end or at the start. He broke them up nicely. Mm-hmm. Good banter with the crowd. Yeah. Great stage presence. Good interaction with the crowd. It was just like, to me, a perfect concert. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think why I wouldn't give it a 10. But it was just, to, there's, oh yeah, there's like a couple songs I didn't hear, which yeah. I wish I did hear. Gotcha. But I mean, it's hard to make, hard to get something 10 out of 10, but right. this was about as close as it gets. So I give this concert 10 out of 10. It completely, Damn. yeah, no, it completely surpassed all of my expectations and I think that's one of the yeah. things we can actually say for this week was lower expectations. Mm. Right? And so the Arkells just put out their new out al- not just put out, but their a few new- months ago. A few months ago put out their latest album called Morning Report. Okay. And one of the songs, which is the song they opened the show with, was Drake's Dad. Yeah. And so Sean was 
who was sitting beside me actually said that was probably the best song I've ever heard open up a open show. Open up a show, yeah. Um, so I thought that was awesome. They did one of my favorite songs, which is Private School. Yeah, Private School is right? great. Which is awesome. They obviously did Leather Jacket. A they, ton- didn't they end on Leather Jacket? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was such a tight show. The one thing that was really funky is for those people in America listening to this podcast, Frank Turner, I guess, is bigger than the Arkells. Right. And so when those guys tour together and they go to the States, Frank Turner mm-hmm. is actually the headliner and Arkells right. are the opening act. So I guess at both shows, they bring each other out during each of their sets to do right. some some sort of medley. And so it was really fun. And what I really appreciated is that for our set, because Arkells were headlining, um, they brought Frank Turner out, and they did a whole tribute medley to Bruce Springsteen, yeah. which was awesome. And so they did, like, Dancing in the Dark, Hungry Heart. Yeah. A lot of heart with yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, a lot of heart. A lot of heart. A lot of heart with Bruce Springsteen. But overall, I thought it was, like, a completely solid show. There, even the songs I didn't really know, I yeah. felt like I, you just instantly loved them, and they were so catchy, and, like, the stage presence was amazing. So un, unequivocally, 10 out of 10. Is there other shows you could say? Have you been to other ten out of ten shows before in your life? Yeah, I think like, so. This isn't. Was this the best concert? No, no, you've no. Ever- I don't think it's like I've. Obviously, you have different concerts for like yeah, yeah. different experiences and like memories and things. This is like of recently, probably one of the best shows I've ever been to. Yeah, I might. Okay, now nine point seven, like nine point eight for sure for mm-hmm. me. I bumped that up. And we went to this really cool restaurant brewery mm-hmm. in the city called Batch. Right. Um, which was like a microbrewery for those of you guys who haven't been there. And they have like a ping pong room and yeah. like a pool table and it's like really video good. games in the basement. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I thought all in all it was like a really great night. Yeah, it was a fun night. Does this mean we have to make the Arkells the band of the week? 100%. Okay. Okay, yeah, we'll do that then. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. that show. So I would say check them out. They oh, don't yeah. sound like your quintessential Canadian band. Um, and they have so much to offer. So much swagger. So much swagger. So is it safe to say that from now on, whenever our, our cows come back, you'll go see them? Yeah. Like we have to go see them now? Totally. Or was the show so good that you wouldn't want to see them again? I feel the same way about the Arc Hill show at Massey Hall as I do about Arcade Fire Dan before. Right. Yeah. If it's... they're playing a venue that is on par with Massey Hall, I would say yes. I wouldn't want to go see them at, like, Like ACC ACC or, like, Riot Fest or something. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't see them at a fest. They came back and played, yeah, like, Phoenix. Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, me too. That's how I feel about it as well. So it was a lot of fun. Very cool. So download on Apple Music. Try and get all of the Arkells collection. Mm -hmm. Worth the, worth the listen. So I think that's the only story that we left off from our month break. Unless you can think of anything else. That's all I had from... I think so. I think we were pretty good. So do you want to get into our staycation week? Yeah. So staycation. Basically, yeah, we were busy Monday, went into work Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We got things started off with doing some Christmas shopping. Christmas and I, shopping. And we... Um, Got ahead of the jump, I think. It wasn't as busy, like, Tuesday afternoon no, on November. We're also typically, like, I don't mind doing Christmas shopping last minute. I'm actually better under pressure. Yeah. Because I find, like, I think about people's presents as, like, the weeks roll in. Right. Um. Having said that, it's always nice to put a dent in yeah. some shopping. So we knocked off some of your your family. Yeah. And a little bit of yours. And a little bit of mine, which is good. Um. So, Yeah. I think the most stressful thing for me for Christmas is when people ask me what I want. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't want anything. Like, I have enough things in my life. Yeah. We're also, like, 
if we want things, we just buy them. Yeah, exactly. We're at that point in our lives. Yeah. Um, but it's always nice. Obviously, people think about you. It's nice to be, have loved ones. Nice who to want, be thought about. Nice to be thought about and have loved ones sh- shower you with gifts. Um, I guess later that night I went out for dinner. Was oh, that the Tuesday? Yeah, that was Tuesday. So Tuesday night I ended up rallying with one Miss Kate and one Miss Rocky at our favorite and only go-to spot in Toronto for dinners on after work. Mm. We always go to the Taroni at Queen and like Portland okay. area, um, which is awesome, like little Italian restaurant, but it's a chain in Toronto and they do just have like really great food and we just love the vibe there yeah. um but it, did you just burp no i yawned <laughs> i think you burped um so either way it was like listen super... to the game tape right that's a tracy morgan so part. um call it we ended up um just like shooting the shit and like just like catching up because we haven't seen each other in so long but the one thing that i always love about those guys is rocky um, is so into, like, various, like, um, whatchamacallit, like, uh, charities? not, sorry, not charities, like, podcasts, pop culture. She in our podcast? Of course she is, but she in- always introduces me to, like, other ones as well. You listen to other podcasts? So, Mystery Show? Never heard of it. So, Mystery Show, um, because we actually missed it, and a lot of my friends who I work with and other, uh, just friends of friends, started messaging me to ask if John and I were going to, um, at TIFF, they were doing a podcast show. And I say, if we're not nominated, we're not going. Okay. So neither of us knew about it. That's what actually translated to. And so we didn't get to go to it, but a lot of my friends did go to it. And they said that some different podcasters from like CBC or various other publications started talking in one that she found out about was called Mystery Show. And it's one of the people from This American Life. Yeah. Who's another, like, kind of, like, serial cast-off or whatnot. But she ends up solving, like, very chill mysteries. (laughs) Or you can, like, write in and, like, present your own mystery. Okay. Kind of thing. So I thought that that was pretty cute. Did you listen to it yet? So, like, the episode is Cotter. Cotter. Jonathan has lunch in a cafeteria. (laughs) I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. So uh, that that was fun. And then we obviously caught up a friend of the podcast, Kate, Mm -hmm. is getting married next year. So it was nice to hear about her wedding plans and everything. Very good. We also went into a huge, um, long-winded debate discussion about Trump. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gilmore Girls. No, no, not Gilmore Girls yet. Um, But it was just interesting because both... Kate and Rocky work for various news outlets. Yeah. And so it was interesting to hear what their takes are on that information. And they're both obviously pro-Trump, right? Obviously. Right? As two, one ethnic woman yeah. and one Caucasian woman yeah. working in a dominated, male-dominated world. <laughs> but it's always nice to hang out with them. They obviously said hi and everything. And they were shocked that, to hear that we didn't go out for Halloween. Even Kate's like, <laughs> it was a little weird not to come to your house. But did they do anything for Halloween? So they went last minute to one of our other friends from our old work, Dylan, who worked on Kate's team, his Not party. Really. And so I'm like, but Kate did say, she's like, I was very shocked. I didn't see a Facebook invite to your house. And I'm like, I know, I know. Did Joe go as Kurt Yes, Cobain? he did. <laughs> was there any doubt? Had <laughs> to get Halloween costume. Yeah. I didn't realize, I just realized, did we talk about the Santa Claus parade last week? No. Do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So why don't we, we, we always do thing, uh, things out of order. Why yeah. don't you talk about last week's Santa Claus Parade? Because when did we record the podcast? Was it after, after the, the Santa Claus oh, Parade? We had so many other yeah. things to talk about. Mm. So last Sunday, um, what you want to call it, was the Santa Claus Day Parade in Toronto. 
And it is an annual thing that has happened. 100 years old 100 years old or some shit. And so have you actually gone ever to the Santa Claus Day Parade? I want to say yes. Okay. But was it the Canada Santa Claus Day Parade maybe? I don't know. Um, I've been to a parade before. I've never been. I do Mm. think this is almost like a rite of passage for parents is to take their kids at some point to the Santa Claus Day Parade. Whether they're three or 30 33 yeah right and so you just have it is it's just such like a magical thing the one issue that i had with <laughs> it this year okay was i'll get into like the actual event of it all but oh, no, i just realized your slippers are breaking yeah I oh mad bought you these like two months ago i know i don't know why i walk so weird <laughs> so either way um the one thing i was like kind of in shock about was some of the floats seemed a little lackluster and a i'm like shitty yeah but how do we not have enough floats? Like there, somebody said there was 25. I'm like, there was, I was not like, I 25. I counted 12. Thank you. So my brother, my middle brother, Brandon, he actually rented a room at the Grand Hyatt on yeah. Bloor Street overlooking the actual parade road. So right. it was like an amazing view. Oh, yeah. Um, And he got a suite for all of us. And so we all, the entire Gomez clan, pulled into this hotel suite. All the Gomez's in one Malin. In one Malin. Um, pulled into this hotel suite, which was great because it was actually the coldest day of the year so far in Toronto. Oh, yeah. It was snowing like crazy and cold mm-hmm. and windy and all that shit. So I felt really bad because it's so elitist that we were sitting up in no. this, like, it was a little bad. At this point in my life, I don't want to be standing out with the vagabonds. What? I think it's there's, a, there's something about standing outside just, like... Makes you appreciate what is happening more. Yeah, but I've stood outside plenty of times in my life. Yeah, but like, those kids haven't. <laughs> that's true. We should have just kicked their yeah. ass. Yeah, <laughs> so either way, um, it was so nice to like actually watch the Santa Claus Day Parade. There was a lot of different floats and crazy clowns and so stuff. So many clowns. So many clowns. Garbage clowns. Garbage, which makes it kind of creepy knowing all of the controversy with clowns this yeah. year. That you would have a pl- like an entire section of a parade centered on clowns. Um, for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, is that there was a series of clowns in North America, I guess yeah. in different areas, like remote areas or like populous cities, yeah. um, going around and like scaring kids or like trying to like lure or adults. them. Or adults and trying to like lure them into the woods. Yeah. And so we had a few happen in Toronto, but then when we go to the Santa Claus Day Parade, the whole like first 30 minutes are all these like fucking so many goddamn like, clowns. eerie fucking clowns like pointing at you and running down the street. Yeah. So it's just scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fuck those clowns. Fuck those clowns. So then it was actually nice. We obviously watched the entire parade. It was about like four hours. Yeah. Um, And then we had, we brought like a ton of food and everything. So oh, yeah. talk about your homeless experience. <laughs> Trying to find homeless people. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So we had so many leftover sandwiches. So much chutney. So, yeah. <laughs> so much chutney. But no. So we ended up getting a bunch of sandwiches from Subway and cutting them up. And my mom had made some sandwiches as well. And so we didn't want, we weren't going to keep these sandwiches. I also didn't want to throw them away. So I was no. like, let's go around the city on our walk home and donate them to like any homeless individuals that we find. Right. And so I've been scarred by. You've had some bad I've hobo experiences. Some, I've had some bad sandwich hobo experiences mm. where people literally turn me down when really? I like, offer them sandwiches. They actually turn down Sean because I made <laughs> Sean run across the street right. and like volunteer my sandwiches. 
But well, that's um, why we need a pretty lady to do it. <laughs> so we had like turkey, roast beef, tuna, yeah. ham, like, ro- chutney. like chutney, right? We had like a freaking cupcakes. We had so many different types of food. And John and I are struggling in the fucking cold to find one homeless individual, like just one. It was which, also super cold and which super I'm glad. snowy. It's super snowy, so I'm glad it's like those individuals were not on the street, which is great, but it's Young Street or it was Bay Street. Yeah. And I feel like those areas are like high traffic for like hobo areas. hobo areas. Do you think that there's a lot of like wealthier people walking around that they could slip some money out to the uh, people? So either way, we were walking down and like we go to the first gentleman we see and then I'm like, hi, would you like a sandwich? And I was like, I have this. Were you this, expecting this. to give him everything though? I thought you were just like, do you want these sandwiches? No, I, w- I wanted to give him some, oh, right? Okay. Like you I take was, what you want. I was like, just grab all of them. No, but it's so rude. We have so many share. people to feed. Hey, share with who? His friends. Stop being ridiculous. What? They have friends. Okay, but he's sitting there. He's obviously not trying to find his friends, you ding dong. Yeah, but they're going to come find him. Hobo code. They have a code of conduct. Do you want me to slap you? What? It's right. nothing offensive. <laughs> so, either way, um, <laughs> what you would call it. So, I'm like, hey, sir, do you want, would you like a sandwich? And I'm like, we have roast beef, ham, tuna, chutney. I'm about to go <laughs> ham. And then so, he's like, um, I'm actually vegetarian. Or like, do you have any, like, he's like, I'll take something sandwich yeah. or something and i was Cookie. like okay seriously i'm like why don't you want any of all of this meat it's like the coldest day ever don't you want protein yeah. like i just think it's hilarious that i'm like you're a vegetarian like yeah, i would I be know. like give me maybe all this is meat. one of the reasons why you're out on this trace this is all i was thinking <laughs> like who have you disappointed in your life that you're like i choose not meat yeah um either way so then we ended up finding um some other um homeless individuals and giving them the sandwiches and then john has the brilliant idea of just was leaving, brilliant. Just leaving the sandwiches in a bus shelter. <laughs> you're such a dick. No, that's perfect. Why are you laughing then? Because I know you're trying to like make me look like the bad guy. No, I was trying to tell a good story. You're now trying to make you sound like the bad no, guy. Keep going. Make me sound I like wanted a king. to continue trying to find some individuals to but get these sandwiches. Neither of us to. had gloves and your hands were bone red for yeah, being so cold. But think about the homeless people who are outside who are also bone cold and have no food. Yeah, but there's only so much we can do. We scoured the city. No. We really didn't. From Bloor down to college. <laughs> From our Grand Hyatt Hotel. Anyways, so I thought that was a really nice thing. Um, so. Everyone got chutney sandwiches. Let me ask you this, though. Did you go on Facebook and write a two-paragraph story about how you gave a homeless person a sandwich? No. I don't even think I told anyone besides you and now the rest of the world yeah. on this podcast. Oh, it's okay to do it on a podcast yeah. we make it into a humorous story. We're yeah. telling tales. But, you know, like you think 90% of our Facebook feed wouldn't be doing shit like that? I don't know. Like, I oh, I found stuff. a penny and I gave it to, like, this homeless gentleman. Like, good for you. I don't try and do good gestures to get shout-outs on Facebook. No. Right? That's not my MO. <laughs> ain't your thing. I just don't want to waste food on people. <laughs> no <laughs> so, more chutney waste. Okay, so next story. Let's fast forward to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things about being on vacation or a staycation is I always have a dream. I dream about going to movies during the day. What? What? <laughs> so strange about you, that. Do you have like a like an actual sleep dream? No, or but like, like like a dream. Like, like Martin Luther King like had it. a dream, which was much better than this dream, obviously. Uh, obviously. obviously. <laughs> but I my it's dream... like, are you comparing yourself to Martin Luther King? No, of course not. Maybe Martin Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. Just joking. 
Okay. <laughs> but uh, I love the idea of going to a movie during a weekday when everyone else is at work. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, I love living like a senior citizen in the middle of the day. So the one fun thing was what we didn't say on Tuesday, John and I went for brunch. Oh, yeah. Right? Which was great. Um, Because why not? Why not treat yourself? Yeah, John I and just... I cook all the time. We I technically sometimes don't even eat lunch. Right. So, and you don't eat breakfast. So <laughs> it's like, it's great when we try and have three meals a day. Um, so then on Wednesday, we're like, oh, if we go to a movie, like we made breakfast. We made right? breakfast. I actually, actually ended up going to New Boogle. New Boogle. So we had really awesome bagels from Kensington for lunch. And then we went to go see, we just decided to pick any movie. So at first we were going to go see Arrival, but it was only playing in the, during the day at AMC and like the VIP small theater. I'm mm-hmm. like. I was like, uh, I don't really care that much about this movie to pay like twenty extra dollars to see it. And we also had a hard stop because I was jamming in the studio. That's that right. Night. Yeah. So that was conflicting time. So I was like, you said you uh, you heard a lot of good things about this movie called Nocturnal Animals. Right. And I remember we watched the trailer probably back in September because mm-hmm. it came out during TIFF. And I remember being like, liking the trailer, but not enough that I remembered anything about it no. or what the movie's about. So I remember just to John's point. When Tiff was in Toronto, so like mid-September, one of my colleagues um, was passing out passes, and it was actually passes for nocturnal animals, and it was a late screening, and unfortunately we couldn't go because we had other plans, as we usually do. They're very popular people. And so um, one of my friends at work, Robin, and one of my other managers and friend, Lanny, came over, and they had both gone to the screening, and Robin was actually like... This was one of the best films I've seen in so long. She's yeah. like, the it was written in by Tom Ford, and mm-hmm. it was like beautifully shot, and like, um, the pacing was great, and the music was like this really intense orchestral, um, like music bed, and so I was like, oh okay, it sounds awesome, and just she, the more she spoke about it, the more into it she sounded and Lanny sounded. So right. I was really excited that we got to go see it in the afternoon. So for those of you guys who don't know, not well, well. First, I just want to say, mm-hmm. so Tom Ford, for those those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. is an American fashion designer. He's creative director at Gucci mm-hmm. and Saint Laurent. So this guy, like I knew, I only know the name Tom Ford. I'm like, yeah, he's fashion. some fashion guy. And at first, I'm like, oh, he's making a movie. Like, yeah. is it gonna be one of these weird artsy movies? Yeah. And so the other thing is, we um, usually when we go see a movie, we know what they're kind of about. Although mm-hmm. Deep Water Horizon, we only knew. The premise, we didn't really watch any trailers. Yeah. We went to see this one movie called Whiplash, which at the time, you hadn't heard anything about it, right? No, I, I remember, thought it was about race car driving. <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer and reading about it, thinking, oh, this is supposed to be really good. But mm-hmm. we went into it not knowing a whole lot, and it ended up being fantastic. One of the best films. I think on the flip side, was we knew we went to go see Birdman and read all these things about it, knew so much about it, we didn't really like it. No. So this movie, I'm like, let's not even watch the trailer. Let's go in knowing nothing. nothing. And then let's just see what happens. For surprise. So for those of you guys who don't know, um, Nocturnal Animals, and this is what IMDb says, is a story inside a story in which the first part follows a woman named Susan who receives a book manuscript from her ex-husband, a man whom she left 20 years earlier, asking for her opinion. The second element follows the actual manuscript called Nocturnal Animals, which revolves around a man whose family vacation turns violent and deadly. It also continues to follow the story of Susan, who finds herself recalling her first marriage and confronting some dark truths about herself. Mm-hmm. And so, two, so, two so. things, a couple things. So we go and see this movie at, like, the Varsity in Toronto. 
Which is already an old person theater. Yeah, it's it's typically it's up in Yorkville. It's a little bit more. It's attached to like the like um, whole Renfrew area yeah. kind of thing. So it's a little bit more like not your regular like demographic would go there. It's us and senior citizens. Yeah. Okay. We also went again. What Wednesday at one thirty? I think we exactly. went to go see. So the theater it wasn't packed by any means, no. but there was enough people in there, and we were probably the youngest. Oh yeah. So lots of great. The here. lights dim. The music comes on. And what's the first thing you see? A really morbidly obese <laughs> naked chick. Fully naked from Fully head to naked. toe. And so the like, day that God made her. John and I just start like giggling. Like and she's fighting. dancing. She's naked. dancing and this like slow in slow motion. motion. <laughs> and so the frame rate is like insane. It's like freaking like 124 frame rate. So like you see all of like the definition of like all of her like rolls yeah. just like moving rolls liberally on, rolls, on, rolls, rolls, on, rolls right moving around and i just like look at john and i'm like i am such a prude right because i'm like i don't even know what to look now and i'm just like like slowly drinking my coffee being like what yeah. the fuck is this film and i'm like okay this will be over soon it then goes to about four or five morbidly obese naked women mm-hmm. getting bigger and bigger with like yeah like scars. scars and this and that i'm like what the hell did we go see? Yeah. Like, this is, I don't think I'm going to like this it's movie. It's so weird. And it went on for like five minutes. Five minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I just felt uncomfortable sitting around. Like, behind this was this old Old couple. couple. I'm like, oh. I know. Okay. So we were like, what the hell? The fuck but then this? after that ended, we realized that it actually was like one of the best films I've seen in a while. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And so I will say the film stars Amy Adams, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Michael Shannon. Yeah, I think so. And then Elsa like, Fisher. Yeah, and the guy f- from Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. And name so is. Jake Gyllenhaal is basically playing one of his similar characters where he played in like Prisoners. Yeah. Uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, etc. Boy in the Bubble. Bubble uh, Boy. Yeah. You ever Amy Adams. No. <laughs> Amy Adams obviously looks like she could be sisters with Elsa Fisher. So mm. it was like, I think that the actual acting was really great. So, so hold on. On the Fastbender scale, mm-hmm. what do you give this? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. I actually give it 9 out of 10 for two reasons. Okay. One, I thought it was beautifully shot and the yeah. pacing was really tight. Yeah. And both storylines, I was second point is both storylines I was equally interested in. Yeah. So I thought that... It was like a. It was edited in a way it wasn't so long and no. drawn out, and it made me care about each of the characters in a way um, that I didn't think I would. Right. Yeah, I give it nine point three. Whoa. Probably I had to go back and think about what movies we saw, mm-hmm. but I think it has to be my favorite movie of the year. I'm glad. I think the writing was like so good, and that all the characters were so mm-hmm. well written, even mm-hmm. the characters within the story of the right. story. Were so well done, and the guy from Kick Ass, like the main bad guy yeah, in the story, great. was so good that it's like, I don't want this movie to end. Like, I'm so like enthralled in the characters and the storyline. Well, what I said to you was, and so for those of you listeners who actually go out and see it, and hopefully you feel the same way as I did, what I said to John was the story within a story, yeah, um, that Jake Gyllenhaal had written, the ex husband felt like the first season of True Detective. Yeah, it felt like and, it was a True Detective season. Right? And so you were so enthralled in it because I I felt like I was like, I just want to see episode four yeah, next I week. I, like, I thought that that could have been a standalone that, series. That could have been a series, yeah. yeah. It could have been season three of True Detective. Totally. It was, that, it was season one good, yeah. not season two bad. 
<laughs> yeah, I wish they the characters in that story were so well done. So well done. So hopefully that's nominated for some like Oscars this year. I feel like it should get mm-hmm. some, like directing, mm-hmm. best picture, acting, all this stuff. And so the one thing I read after read a ton of reviews, it got really good reviews. Was Tom Ford said, no matter what, I don't want to do any of the costumes or like any of the huh. wardrobe because I don't want that to take away from me writing, producing, and directing it. Yeah. So yeah, very I mean, cool. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Good success. I think we're like, oh, we want to go see more movies that we don't know much about. Yeah, so you said Moonlight. Moonlight, which I, I've seen the trailer, but I don't really know what it's about. Yeah. And then the other one, I think it's called American Honey. Yeah. With Shia LaBeouf, where he's kind of like a runaway kid. Right. Like he takes a runaway kid. And then the other one, the one I'm most looking forward to, which I'm like, oh, God, maybe I've read so much into it, it might not be as good, mm. is La La Land. It looks good, though. I think that one's supposed to be like... Best acting, best picture, best all this. But mm-hmm. it, it just looks good. It's from the guy who did Whiplash. Yeah. So that's why I'm so invested. Promising. I, I love Whiplash so much. And it's a musical. I don't necessarily love musicals, but it's music in the style of like Chester French. Yeah. And I'm just just looking forward to seeing that movie. And I like Ryan Reynolds and Emma Stone. Not bad. So Very cool. So, I, yeah, I think those are the next three I want to see. So... Then what happened? So that was Wednesday. Fast forward. To- I went to go jam. Oh, yeah, I was jamming. Jamming was a lot of fun. It was only the four of us. So we were at a different studio. The studio I actually wanted to do my birthday in. Yeah. Um, Got to send out those invites, girl. Yeah, I know. Um, but it was actually a lot of fun. It was just uh, me, Z, Rob, and Ben. And we did, like, our typical set list and everything. But then we also tried to do some, like, new songs. So okay. one of them being an old bangle song. From like the eighties, "Hazy Shade of Winter," which is actually a uh, Simon and Garfunkel song. Okay, let me uh, bust this up on the uh, old iPhone. The Bangles. What are, what's their biggest song? The Bangles. Uh just another manic Monday. Walk uh, like an Egyptian. Uh, Eternal flame. This is like total eighties music that I hate. <laughs> so, what song is it? Hazy Shade. Hazy Shade. Yeah. Is, right? Okay, this one. Let's see. You have to wait till it busts out, though. Wait. Wait. Is this from, like, the Gem and the Hologram soundtrack? Who suggested this song? Rob! The guitar riff is amazing. Who played the trumpet? Shut up. So their number one songs... Internal Flame? What song is this? Thursday. Oh, God. <laughs> so, first of all, we got to... Um, I fucked up my foot. Yes. I think because I'm such an active guy doing active things in an active world. Yes. I walk like a madman. <laughs> I hate walk song, like, like a, a madman. Mad Did we make up that song? No, it's walk like an Egyptian melody, you ding-dong. Okay. <laughs> so, the ball of my foot, which just has been muffed up for two weeks where it would hurt on and off from walking, whatever, I'm used mm-hmm. to it. I walk so much, it's one of these things. Yeah. But then over the last week, I'm like, oh, okay, the pain is just like 24-7. Yeah. But I'm like, 
I guess I got to deal with that. I'm not going to stop walking anymore. So I asked uh, Z and Rob, who Rob is an active runner. Z played soccer a lot. And I know that they've had both problems with their legs. I'm like, I explained to them your issue. And they're like, 100% John should get orthotics. Right? And I was like, really? Because I'm like, oh, isn't that like, I'm like, my mom got orthotics. Oh, my mom's a lot yeah. older than all of us. I was going to say, I, I tried to look up my condition. It said it's common in middle-aged women. <laughs> so I don't have it. So, you're not middle-aged. I don't know. that not you another 20 years before you're middle-aged. Really? Why do I keep saying middle? What happens if I die at 60, well, then yeah, I then am middle-aged? <laughs> yeah, but if you live to 100. Eh, I guess. It's all when do you think you're going to die? I don't know. Is there an app for that? So <laughs> I think I'll be dead by 90. Okay, so let's just say... E- oh, God. Right? Either way. So I come home and I tell John about these orthotics. He literally looked as if I told him he had, like, needed cataracts. I've cataract never been surgery. so offended in my life. He has, like, to so get a cane. Like, he's so offended by the idea that I would suggest that he gets something, like, old men have to get. How you try to help my lingering pain? So either way, and I had already been, like, getting him magic bags cooling ice and like all these things for him to try and make walking with a limp like a straight up yeah pimp. yeah right <laughs> right anyway so then finally on thursday so thursday we were out in the burbs because we were gonna, we were gonna go to ikea because we've been <laughs> we were been trying to buy a couch for two years two years we've been asking for gift cards to ikea for two years mm-hmm. and guess what patience is a virtue is that what they say yes. so anyways we knew we had to do a lot of walking i'm like i can barely walk right now so you're like, fuck it, we're going to Shoppers. You bought me some um, pads. Orthotic pads, <laughs> Dr. Schultz. And I put them in and uh, wonders, just unbelievable. So my, How do you feel? I feel like I'm 25 again. Got some pep in your step? A bit of pep. So <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to go walk around Ikea. Awesome. And so I think the one thing is, is that two years is a lot of time to be like harboring the idea you want to buy a couch. And obviously... Um, I care more about, like, I guess, interior design than John does, but you're really helpful in, like, being, like, the logical partner, where it's, like, one. why would we spend money on at, like, Wayfair? Yeah, you've been like, trying to get a couch from somewhere. somewhere you were in else. Ottawa, and there's, like, this $5,000 I know, couch, and, and he's like, I'll ship it to you guys now. And, and I was like, like Maybe. Oh, okay, because we oh, look no. so baller. Yeah, um, fucking hot shit. So, either way, I've seen a ton of things elsewhere. Things that, or tings. Tings, that I, actually, stranger tings. Right? Furniture tings. Mm. Right? Things that I like elsewhere. And I'm like, okay, even if we don't buy this couch from Ikea, we have like $1,000 in gift cards. We'll obviously buy other shit from Ikea to use it. Right. However, I have now gone, if you listen to a lot of episodes in season 12. For the last two seasons. For the last two seasons, I have gone to Ikea by myself because John's leg is hurting. He's sick. (laughs) No. He's not a. No, you went once without me. Fuck that noise. Two different stories. Three different stores. Yeah, that was one Fuck time. Fuck you. I've gone one to time. one time for nine and a half hours to buy furniture about myself. Right? What are you doing? <laughs> I walked and like so an Egyptian. Either man. way. Don't so then this time, John was almost healthy. So we go to Ikea. Oh, yeah. I guess I wasn't going to let a crippled foot stop me. No, I just told you to wait in the car like a dog. <laughs> I see I'd how leave, you're treating me these days. I leave the window slightly open <laughs> so, Slightly ajar. Yeah. So either way, we finally go to Ikea. This couch that I have been stocking, which I feel like is the only actual comfy couch, right? Not to be conf- confused with the show The Big Comfy, comfy Couch. couch. Um, that chick was actually a babe, by like, the way. What? That chick was a babe. Lunette? Yeah. <laughs> what? She was also in Ready or Not. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. From The Big country, Comfy Couch? <laughs> 
Are you going to say the big crunchy couch? <laughs> I was like, is that a cereal? Um, I'm going to prove how much you want to bet. I like, know who you're talking about. I don't know if that was her. Yeah, 100% because I wanted things. Stranger <laughs> So either way, while this John's trying to figure this, time. while John's figuring this out, um, we go to Ikea and I finally see this couch I've been stocking across Ontario and Montreal um, for the past like year. Can I say one thing? You what? know what's crazy is I have such vivid memories of big comfy couch. They only did 14 episodes. Yeah, I know. It wasn't on long. <laughs> Canadian television, dude. Where do you think funding comes from? Okay, so... Let's see. She's been in 76 things, Allison. That's her name. She's uh, Lunette. Let me go all the way to the bottom here. Back to uh, maybe not the 80s. But we were see um, Ready or Not in about two... Three, Willie! Hold on. X-Men, Jerry, and... T uh, keep, keep talking. Keep talking. Thank you. You're wrong. Just like you said, <laughs> you think you told me you were taking time off last week and you actually didn't. Proved number two. That is a valid point. Put in my sink. Oh, come on. Oh, you know that's a valid point. We get to a finding our couch. It's finally there. We put in, like, we get take down the number of, like, what it is and everything and where it should be in the marketplace. We also find this really awesome industrial lamp that we like and a mirror to go on our dresser. And so, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, I go to Ikea on Saturdays and I want to kill myself. Yeah. Right? This was a little bit better on a Thursday. I will say it's less busy. It was. Less of an issue. However, some processes just, like, annoy me. And one of them being, like, we can't physically see the box of what we purchase until we purchase it and drive up to the actual, like, furniture pickup. Mm. So it's, like, you can't tell if you can fit this thing in your car until you wait to see the boxes. It's, like, why right. can't you just show me the boxes? Show and, me the boxes. And I can pay for everything all at once. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's a little bit screwy. So because we had such a fat, like, busy weekend coming up. A fat weekend? A fat weekend coming up. A busy weekend. A fat Tuesday? No, a busy weekend coming up. We knew that we wanted the couch ready and in our apartment for Friday. Because Friday we had a party that night. No, Sat just like friends coming Yeah, back. still a party. Saturday yeah. we were going to Mississauga, spending a day with your mom. Then coming back and going to a show. Yeah, so we just had no time. We had no time. So we knew that this tr um, actual couch had to come to our apartment for Friday morning. Yeah. Okay, so the couch obviously didn't fit in my mom's CRV, so we said please deliver it the next day, so Friday morning, mm. right? We then took the mirror and the oh. lamp back to my parents' house to leave it there, yeah. knowing that we would drive back at some point to Toronto on Saturday right. with those things. Yeah. So the total bill for Ikea mm. came to about $1,215. An actual retail price of how much we paid for all these things? Ding, 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 $350. Woo! Woo. Two years of pooling gift cards. Goes back to we both bought Max and we uh, got gift cards for two years. We both got, you got your $1,800 Mac for what, $200? $200. And I saved over $1,000 yeah, on my Mac. It was so insane. Good things come to those who wait, y'all. And so I think we did it well. But the one weird thing was when we got home Thursday night after we babysat Ben, yeah. um, we picked him up from school and then we drove home and it was pretty late by then. It was like 9, 30, 10. Right. Um, by the time we chilled, we're like, fuck, we have to get rid of this couch. Yeah. And so I have had this other couch for like eight years 
because I got it when I moved into my Maitland apartment. Right. When my friend and your friend Shannon, who used to work with us, yeah. moved to the States, she gave me her old couch for like a bottle of wine. Yeah. And that couch, tear to my eye, has been through a lot in this apartment. Oh, you can say that many again. A, many a party, many a Malin have slept on it, many a friend have slept on it. Right? It's just, it's been like the comfort couch. It was couch. there. We had bed bugs. It, it, it was, was there all when of we it. Lost exactly. So it was like, it's been through a lot, that couch. But John and I are like, we need to get it the fuck out of our apartment Thursday night because we cannot have two couches no. in here to make like aisle seating. And what do you think? We're going to go plan a rent with the man about how to book a service out Fuck elevator? that noise. No, we're going to do this shit on our own. So John and I, in the middle of the you know, night, illegally. right, illegally take this fucking seven and a half foot couch. Right? Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Out of our, if we try. Right? Out of, the, out of our apartment, down the hall, <laughs> into an elevator with no link casing or whatnot like yeah. on the mirror and so it's like trying to do it in silence and yeah. like you it's and like I, what 10 30 at night 10 30 11 at night and so we're like oh my god right so we get out of the apartment pretty easily mm-hmm. like i thought that'd be the hardest part no. of getting it through our door mm-hmm. but i you pushed i pulled i flipped you pushed again mm-hmm. and we got it through. i will say that like okay like the couch is really heavy and like awkward to hold for whatever reason Seven feet and tall. And it can't even take off the arms or anything. No. Like, nothing to make it shorter. And so I will give, like, go to bat for John. Mm. Yeah, for a lot of this, you had to hold it by yourself. And so. So the first real hurdle is the elevator going down. Mm-hmm. So since we don't have a, um, a service elevator. The door keeps trying to close on us. After about the first 10 seconds, it tries to close every other second. So uh, I go in the elevator. Mm-hmm. I pull some of it in. Mm-hmm. And then the door starts closing on me. Yeah. I start hitting it open. I'm trying to hold it open with one hand mm-hmm. as I'm grabbing the thing with the other hand. And we're also trying to be quiet. Yeah. Right? Like, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. And also, every doorway, every elevator is different. So we're trying to figure out the mathematical angle. Like, okay, how are we supposed to do this? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm going to pull as much as I can in. Then I'm going to push up, hold it up, and then you slide the bottom part in. Right? So it, in actuality, it probably took us... Two minutes, five minutes, just say three, three minutes to get in the elevator. Mm-hmm. But that's a hard three minutes of like the door closing on you. You yeah. worried that people are going to come out. The elevator's making that beep, beep. And let it be known, John and I have been stuck in all three elevators <laughs> yeah. with just ourselves and with people, right, at any given time for long periods of time. So now we have a fucking, what, 20 pound couch that's seven feet tall stuck with us. So once you're in the elevator going down, like, okay, that's got to be the hardest part, getting mm-hmm. this thing out should be a cinch we just Mm -hmm. gotta yank it out no no the hardest part was when we got to the basement oh my god and And so john gets out of the elevator i'm inside the elevator so logically i'm like okay if we should get it out the way we got it in is i'm gonna grab the bottom and Mm -hmm. pull it out and it should drop down as i'm pulling it out yeah no no and so i think this is where when you're under stress and you're trying to be quiet and not draw attention to yourself you're not we're not thinking like as effectively as we could and so you're pulling it and i'm like holding it with my (laughs) face so it doesn't hit the wall like which is like mirrored and scratch it so we don't get fined then i'm also just like laughing like my ass off inside (laughs) i I was like sweat dripping down sweat dripping down and then like holding the elevator it's fine holding the elevator button at one point so it doesn't keep crashing on the couch as John's trying to pull it out. Yeah. And so finally, like... Always you got pull to, out, guys. Yeah. That's my number one tip. Pull out. <laughs> right? So then 
you got so stressed out, and I think you were starting to get, like, defeated. So oh, I, I wouldn't be defeated till the next day. No, and so I was like, oh, my God. It was like, okay, I just gained you frustrated. Because I'm like, if this thing's stuck, I'm like, I have all this sweat dripping yeah. down me. I'm like, why is so this So I think it was like, you got frustrated, and then I was just like, Val, man up. Like, yeah. just, like, think about this in math, yeah. right? And so I finally was just like, you pull this, I push this, yeah. we'll get it out. And then it went pretty easily yeah. after that. And so... We finally got it through, and it was like good fucking riddance yeah. when we got get it to like, get out of here. When we said bye to it at the donation part, yeah. but I think it is just like not like end of an era, yeah, it is. but it is weird. It's like this couch we've had for like ten years, and who knows how long Shannon had it before it. Yeah. So, so we got rid of the couch, which means that we're getting the new couch. So Friday morning rolls around, and we get the call that they're pulling up with the new couch, right? <laughs> And so that goes pretty smoothly. Yeah, it's like two little like teenage dudes bring up the couch on a dolly. Pretty seamless. It's in three different parts. So it's like the actual middle part of the seating couch and then the two arms are separated. So it's a big couch. And so we were having a couple of friends over that night to do mm-hmm. a Gilmore Girls screening party slash yeah. dinner that you yeah. were preparing. So I said, you said, you want to wait for me? We can put this together. Put this together together mm-hmm. i was like no you go i'll just get everything out of the box sort yeah. it out you go do the grocery shopping and when you come back if i need your help you can help me yeah so i thought i was like okay the first step was to put the um body of the couch on top of like the back of the couch because mm-hmm. it was all separate i'm like okay so i lie down the back of the couch and i'm like you have to lift up the bottom of the couch the cushions the seats put it on top i'm like it says in here two people should do it, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. I'm like, if I can do this part, this is the heaviest, hardest part, I mm-hmm. think. And what time is it right now? <laughs> um, let's go with 12. It's 12. noon. It's noon. And we were supposed to have friends over for 730. Yeah. But all day they were texting me to be like, we can come over earlier if you want. We're Both of us aren't working. So I'm like, okay. So I managed to do this heavy part. Throw it on top, screw it up all easily. I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I look at the booklet. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've done this. All I have to do next is put the two arms on, Mm kind of connect those with screws and put the feet on. I'm like, oh, this really shouldn't, it shouldn't be that hard. Maybe take me an hour to do this bad boy. So I go shopping. I come home. You seem like pretty in there. Like Listen to podcasts, having a great time. Everything's going well. I say to John, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go finish some work that I have to do so I could gain back some time and then um, I'll start cooking dinner at like five and we can tell the girls to come over at like 630. Yeah, shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be an issue. So I get to the part now where before you connect the arms to the actual couch, you have to put on the little um, feet of the mm-hmm. couch, I guess, so it, where it sits up on. And so there's a few screws. And I'm like, okay, so I put the th- one screw in and each four slots mm-hmm. and I do it. So I start screwing them. But I'm like, okay, these aren't really going in properly like they're really loose mm-hmm. so i start screwing with my hands I'm like okay these are loose i'm putting the seat on it's still loose let me go grab um like a vice grip yeah just to tighten this little area here go and i tighten it tighten it again okay this is a nice and solid let me put the foot of the bed of the couch on i put it on I'm like doesn't seem right and i look at the um you did three of them yeah i look at the brochure pamphlet i'm like I literally used the wrong screw. Yeah. I realized what I did. I'm like, okay, this is fine. And I go to... Wrong un- screw in the wrong hole. Yeah. Uh, and you- never mind. I was going to a bad joke. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let me just go loosen this thing up. It's not loosening. Let me get the vice grip, try and loosen it. It's not loosening because the part where I put it in underneath, 
it's such like a confined space that to try and get like a um a wrench or something in there, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. And so I think about forty minutes go by before I uh, you come by see it was mm-hmm. yeah I was like what's in. going on how's the couch because you said and you kind of made a big deal like oh this should really only take like and it would it should have it should have only taken like at, half an hour to an hour yeah and so I'm like okay it's been a couple hours now and, right yeah. I come back out and John looks so frustrated. Oh, I was beyond frustrated. And so you're like, I can't get any of these screws out. I'm like, okay, let me look at it. And I'm kind of like, how are they in so tight? Like, you should just be able to like unlatch them. And look at my hand. Look at the scars I have. I know. This is how hard I was trying to like unscrew them with my hands and right? gloves and and things you like use. wrenches and needle nose wrenches and all these things. And I'm like, okay. And I knew what it, it was one little mistake. Yeah. It just affected me because I needed those screws to actually screw the arms together. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, okay. So I'm like, let me go to Canadian Tire. No, I told you to go. I was yeah. like, go get like a socket wrench kit. Yeah. And I'm like, 100%, they should have something that you can latch on perfectly to this and just crank it to get it off versus trying to make a wrench fit onto it. So I go there, ask some guy for help. He doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, because you asked like a 15-year-old kid. He's the only one who was there. It was yeah. like super busy. It was Black yeah. Friday. It was also Black oh, Friday. Yeah. So he helps me and I get like three different wrench sets. And I'm like, oh, well, one of these have to work. I got all these different sizes from small to big. Mm-hmm. Finally buy that shit, run back home. This is how angry you knew I, you, how angry I was. I took the subway to go to Canadian Tire. Did you? Yeah, because I was like, oh, get this fucking thing over with. Yeah. Come back home and I immediately none of them work at all. Yeah, I was kind of like, did you test any of these? I did. <laughs> One of them didn't fit at all. No, I know. So then why did you take it? Because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> right? So the one thing I know is when John is stressed out, John like shuts down. I just, it's only because I knew I made a stupid mistake. I know. That's only, and I was just frustrated with myself. I know. And then I made the mistake of being like, do you want me to call my dad? Because I don't know, understand why I chose to do that. Because I didn't, there was nothing he could physically do. (laughs) And he was like, he kind of just said what I already told you to do. It's the same thing I already knew. Exactly. So it was like, kind of like a moot point. And so at this point it was almost four. So then... I finally realized, I'm like, okay, even though I put the wrong screws in the foot, they still technically work. I can put the foot on, mm-hmm. but I still need three screws to put the arms together. So mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe if I scam Ikea and tell them that they didn't give me three screws, they'll just give me three screws. Yeah. So we decide to drive back to Ikea. Well, I didn't want you driving because you were in such a like a mood. You know what? Death would have been a sweet, bittersweet uh, defeat for me. No, and that wouldn't have a couch. <laughs> yeah. And so... You would have got a kick-ass life insurance. <laughs> I just put you on my life insurance. Did you? Yeah, I mailed it. Did you put me on yours? No. So what if you die? I don't get any of your money? No, you get my tambourine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So I felt so bad for John because he was so, like, like pissed well, off. because I knew how to... F- it Three screws on, like, I'll be done in ten minutes. Fine. And so then I was like, it's clearly been four and a half hours. No, but when I get those screws, I'll be done in 10 minutes. Right. But, you know, jury's still out. And so we had to drive to Etobicoke. So this is how I knew you were flustered. You're like, oh, the car is at Young and Wellesley, which is north of us. Then we walked on the south side of our building. And I'm like, why aren't we going through the back way if it's at Young and Wellesley? And you're like, what are you talking about? Let's go this way. And then we get to, like, the south end of our street. 
And you're like, oh, fuck, the car's that young in Wellesley. I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive for it. So I'm like, I didn't want you to kill yourself on the road. We go to Ikea. I'm, like, starving. Oh, I had no appetite. You had no appetite because you were, like, pissed. I was starving and, like, fucking delirious. I thought <laughs> Why did you drive? Because I didn't want you to drive. I didn't want you to drive. I can, I can contain it, right? And so this is where I'm like, I need to go get us Ikea Cinnabons. Cinnabons. They're, you like, got strudels. 75 cents. That's it? Yeah, Ikea food's cheap. That's why people go there to load up on hot dogs. Excuse me? They're boiled hot dogs. Ew. Obviously, we wouldn't go there for hot dogs. Just for strudels. No, just for Cinnabon. You ever had a toaster strudel? I don't know what that don't is. Is that me. white people food? Yeah, of course. It's called strudel. Is that what Donald Trump eats? <laughs> Probably. And that's what you guys discuss when you talk about Donald Trump? I don't talk about Donald Trump. You don't? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right? So then um, we get we three. scam <laughs> Ikea and make this poor little 16-year-old girl yeah, feel the like they fucked up. They have a box full of these screws. I know. Why didn't she just give them to you from there in the first place? Because she they she was looking in the back. And anyway, she's like, here, do you want... There was like a fucking yeah. wall of screws. She's like, you want to take... I'm like, I need three shit. Do you want four or five? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. So we get them. We drive home. Traffic's pretty crazy. So I was just feeling rushed because by the time we got home... It's like almost six, probably like 5 yeah. And I still have to cook a whole dinner. You gotta cook. We have friends coming over. We have this giant couch. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I hope these screws work because they were the right ones, yeah. but they were not exactly the right ones. Right. Anyways, I put them in, they fit. I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's gonna take me 10 minutes. Put the arms together, screw it all up, and it was put together beautifully. Like there's nothing wrong with the couch. It's put together perfectly. If anything, the feet are in even stronger. They have stronger... Didn't one of them fall off <laughs> when we moved it? Yeah, but that, then I fixed it. Okay. So anyways, the whole thing's structurally put together fine. It's just the foot. So not structurally. No, it is structurally. <laughs> so either, either way, way, the couch looks awesome. It's a lot... It's, again, seven feet. Uh, like, seven and a half, if anything. Um, and so... We said to our friends they can come over like an hour earlier, and so they did, and I was preparing dinner, um, and John was cleaning, and so I made dinner for the four of us to actually watch the Netflix reboot revival of Gilmore Girls, and so I made like Best chicken. Best dinner ever. John really liked it, and I was very impressed. It was stuffed chicken of spinach, sun-dried tomatoes, and feta wrapped in bacon, Right. and then... Um, Cream cheese, mashed potatoes, root vegetables roasted, and an apple green salad and bread. So, like, pretty comforty food. Um, And so it was really great. So we did a sit-down dinner, then, like, turned off all the lights, got some champagne, you yeah. got a beer, yeah. and we're like, let's watch this. And so what I will say is Gilmore Girls is one of those shows that I have grown up with. And I was the same age as Rory when the show premiered. And so I felt like you were kind of going through the series with her. And I felt more similar to Rory as a character than, like, other shows I was watching. Like, I'm not, like, Joey or Jen from Dawson's yeah. Creek. I'm not, obviously, like, Buffy kind of thing. <laughs> or, like, vampires? 90210. So, like, Gilmore Girls was something. How old are you? Shut up! <laughs> right? And so it, it felt like, no, I'm heel. Um, what's your Stop! So then, I, I was just really excited that there's just this much of a following off Gilmore Girls for Netflix to repick it up. So we watched the first two episodes Friday night. You watched episode three last night. You'll we'll watch the finale tonight. I don't want you. I want you to think, and we'll wait till next week to get your official yeah. review because we talked about we're gonna do a remote in a second where we talk about the first two episodes or the first episode of the episode. girls. And we'll give our ratings after the first episode. But yeah. I want to, I want 
I want because I think a lot of the viewers or listeners actually probably watched it. Yeah. So I'm interested to see full review. We'll break it down next week. Right. So I am a huge fan. Our friend Ferris is like a medium to high fan, and our friend Maddie is like a non fan, casual fan, casual she fan. Watched, I feel like you know more of the plot yeah, lines than she did because I've watched because of you. Yes. So should we get into the remote where yes. we break down the first episode and shenanigans it goes you through? You got it. So let's get into this 605 remote. It's that 605 remote. You a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from our family room, this is episode two of Live at 605, and we're sitting here with one, Maddie and Ferris from Podcast Fame, previous seasons. Yeah. From the Super Bowl episode. Super Bowl <laughs> episode, and party Halloween episodes plentiful, mm-hmm. um, but we... Actually, just watched the first episode of Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. the, the Netflix, revival. The revival, a year Net- in the life, a year in the life Netflix reboot, and I would love to get your guys' first impressions. Yeah. So you know what I think is interesting about our impressions? Go. I was never a person that watched. Yeah, Gilmore Girls. I didn't watch it. Yet. So I didn't really watch it. So it's like whatever. Ferris semi watched yeah. it. Like no, I watched it fully. It. I just watched it in two. Like I watched seasons one to three when I was young. Yeah, and then. Four to seven, like super recently, Can't and I just think it's shot differently, and it really throws me off. But the nostalgia's there, so I still like it. Okay, so as a newcomer to this year, yeah. how as do a, you feel? As a newcomer to the whole thing, so I, every time a character came out, and you guys were like, "Oh my god!" It's not <laughs> <laughs> you, you did call Paris. Yeah, you, you, did Paris. Paris. you did Paris's voice. I <laughs> love How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. <laughs> We're all about Paris, yeah. I knew immediately. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, that was less exciting. When you guys were all talking about that one guy who looks really old, I, like, <laughs> Taylor! I, like, secretly Googled Taylor. the one. No, not Taylor. Oh. Uh, Zach? Zach. Zach. Zach? Zach looks about 105. Yeah, I don't really know how <laughs> he, he is. Like he Yeah, it's like, I Googled oh. him on my phone. No! So I don't yeah. Yeah. No, Zach's too old. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Uh, they they kept a lot of like the steady cam stuff around the like the streets of the little yeah. town. Starts Hollow, right? Starts Hollow, <laughs> which I really liked. So that was cute. I, I feel like they're trying to like, like look at us in our one shot tracking walking. It's not, no, it's minutes. too much. It's like just yeah. keep it static and let me see some yeah. of the shoulder shots. But that's why I felt like when they did anything with Lorelai and Emily, so the grandmother, it was mm-hmm. really good because that it felt, felt like vintage like Gilmore very Girls. Yeah, that's circa, true. Like best years of Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like were they maybe forcing some of those Kirk jokes with the Uber? Yeah, but that's Ooh, Kirk. That's Kirk. Kirk. That's him. He always has like an odd job. Yeah, yeah. Ferris, that's as, true. Yeah. As a fan of Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. then what did you feel? I don't know. Nothing. I just, <laughs> no, I know. I felt a lot. I felt a lot. I felt a lot. I'm had glad all Logan was there. I'm glad Logan was there. I thought there was too much like busybody camera work, but that's just like a weirdy thing. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we talked about Richard's death. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad, but I mean, like, it was so sad when he died. I, have, I loved all the stuff with Emily. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. So, do, do you guys think that Lorelai and Luke, like, they're, the actors just don't really like each other? Okay. Or do you think they're foreshadowing a breakup? Because they don't no, seem very in love. They do seem <laughs> in love. No, but this is the thing. Like, since I got into Gilmore Girls recently, I've been Googling, like, more than I should be Googling. And, like, they don't like each other, apparently. Which, But I believe that they loved each other in the actual series. Like, up until season seven, I'm like, they love each other. And then when I was Googling it and I found out they didn't like each other, Maddie's right. In this season, I'm like, they don't like each other. Okay. 
So when you said that to me, when we first started the evening, I'm going to sneeze soon, so it's going to okay. come. Let it out. Um, my heart shattered. Like, shatter, 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 shatter. And then I'm like, I can't believe they don't like each other. Yeah. So now I, I need to Google it, yeah. these same things you Google yeah. to like, actually confirm these theories. Do you remember? Like, I can't believe it. When we watched Dexter, and then Dexter married his sister. Yeah. And then the one season they got divorced in real life. Then yeah. they were still brother and sister. It's like... It's like, yes, everyone just, I don't want to know about your private lives. I don't want to know about your private lives. But I also think, like, sometimes when I see Lorelai on, like, talk shows, like, how you told me, like, you cried during Ellen. Ellen, And I'm like, what did you cry about? I think she's drunk. Yeah, she's very odd. She's very odd. So I'm like, Lorelai, you might be a little selfish. Maybe that's why Luke doesn't like you. Real life Lorelai, yeah. Real life Lorelai, guys. Yeah. I don't know. How do but we like, feel about I'm just Netflix for, reboots in general? I'm waiting for Justin I love to come back. Like, I don't know. Really? No, yeah. but I do like... Did you watch Fuller House? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Fuller House was not great. That's I don't great. think there are yeah. any other reboots other than Fuller House and Gilmore Girls, though. That's, I think uh, there's yeah. a lot coming, though. Um, they, uh, oh. they redid Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was good. Um, did you guys see the trailer to Barry... Anyone? Oh yeah, yeah. Barry looked uh Barack Obama's yeah, uh, What? You didn't like it? it oh my god, okay. I love that. I haven't watched it. Sorry, I haven't watched it. I only watched the trailer. That's the best part. I don't even care what it's about anymore. He's just a regular yeah. guy named Matt, Barry. That's actually what we all call Barack. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you realize that. We all call him Barry. Behind your See, I didn't say we would have called him Barry. <laughs> or Obami or something <laughs> like that. Bomberoonie. Obami. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so wait, we do a thing We're called after one quarter. the okay. Fassbender scale. On a scale of 1 to 10 Michael, Michael Fassbenders, Fassbenders. <laughs> 10 being the best, 1 being the worst, what do you give the first episode of the of Netflix reboot of Gilmore Girls? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8, because that white boy crazy. <laughs> Ready, go first. Okay, so as someone who didn't really watch the original Gilmore Girls, so this is just kind of like as a show on itself. Yeah. Uh, I would probably give it a five <gasps> out of ten. Wow. Black it the fuck out of our house. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like the cute. Honesty, like, I like it. Yeah, I like you, it. Okay, okay. But mm-hmm. I would say it's right on the line of average. Like it's no Black Mirror. <laughs> it's yeah. no How to yeah. Get Away with Murder. John but like Hamm, it's cute. What? Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ferris, so I rating. yeah, I give it an eight because okay, Logan was in it, <laughs> but Jess was not in Skinny it. Logan, Good but Lorelai and Luke were together. Yeah, and we talked a lot about Richard, who I loved. Yeah. And Rory is successful, so I feel like that's all I really care about. Okay, John Fassbender. I, yeah. I was gonna give it a seven point nine until I saw was- <laughs> until until I saw Emily's arms what? and it took it out seven point four. She's right there. She's right there. It was all right. If Emily's arms are half gone, John's rating is half. We yeah. saw Emily in jeans though. I know, but I just think an hour and a half is too long. They should have done eight episodes of forty minutes, not four episodes of an hour and a half. Yeah, Preach. Okay. yeah. But yeah. but other than that, it's good to see okay. the characters. I feel like you and Maddie are no. too like yeah, productiony. No, no, no. Yes. I also I think the dialogue's good. It feels like Gilmore Girls' world, so yeah. they did a good job of that. Yeah. It was a little overdone with the dialogue, but, but that, I did. I was. Yeah. It's also that's the first episode. We'll see what I think at the end of the fourth. Totally. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping you, they calm the fuck down in the second episode. <laughs> so we'll what see. do you give it at? Um, I give it a solid like seven fast metal. What do you? About oh my god, mine was the highest. I give it a seven nine. Give me like legit fast bender ratings. I feel as probably the be all end all Gilmore Girls fan in this room. 
I feel uh, like, okay, yeah. dude, yeah. I, I literally watched every She's episode. She's dedicated. Like, I know, I haven't watched as much as you, yeah. Eight times, if not, like, last week, eight times. Mm-hmm. Um, seven out of ten. I think there was definitely okay. points where we, there, there was so much filler that yeah. you didn't need any part of it. Do, do, Hence, we made brownies, we cleaned the, the middle, dishes, yeah. we, we went to the bathroom, five bathroom breaks. breaks. Yeah. The like, nostalgia got me, but it's like, yeah. That's, I think, exactly. that's the only reason I'm a point above you, because I'm like, the nostalgia yeah. gets that's me. That made me really bad. Mm. The only character that, like... I'd kind of heard of from Gilmore Girls yeah. or like really liked was Suki. Oh, and yeah. no, Suki. Like, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She's not in it. And you told me that story about how like they didn't even ask her to be in it. Supposedly, yeah. Uh, no, not supposedly. No. She I think she's. Sp- I think they asked her and she's like, "Fuck no, I'm a movie star." And then everyone on the internet's <laughs> like, "Why aren't you in it?" Then yeah, she's they like, don't matter, yeah. "I think they would have." Is that slander? Yeah. Are you she, lying? We're Team McCarthy, but we're just saying you have we, the we biggest movie star in the female movies. Oh, movie star in the world. Wait, are you not going to ask? And they slandered. But they slandered her a bit in the episode. They said she went on sabbatical and she never came back. So I feel like that is them hating on her a bit. But McCarthy, in every episode, spy for life. (laughs) I love her. I'm just dying. I wanted her to be in the episode. I want her to be in the episode. I really, really, when when she was like, no one's going to replace her. She parked in a parking spot. I can't believe she's gone. I wanted her to walk in that back door. She was standing right by the back door. I wanted her to walk in and be like, I'm back. And it's like perfect. She's clearly going to come in like episode four. Yeah, she'll be in. And like Jackson will be in episode two and three. Yeah. yeah. Be like, I miss my wife. Right. I don't know, why you're I don't know who Jackson is. Jackson's their husband. My wife. Source Jackson impression I've ever in my life, and I don't even know who he is. Anyways, All right. that was your 605 remote review of Gilmore Girls Reboot. This that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Okay. So, do you want to save the weekend for next week? Uh, we I feel like we'll we might we've it's been a pretty hearty episode. Yeah, let's why, why don't we save it? We okay. we had a fun filled weekend with your family. We uh spent the night out with your mom, uh went to a good musical and we had uh our niece's birthday today. So mm-hmm. why don't we save that for next yeah. week? Because this has been an action packed episode. Okay. So band of the week, should we just get into it? You got it. So we're obviously gonna do the Arkells. Because they're amazing. And because we talked about them this mm-hmm. week. So I have a song in mind, but... Which one? It's from like three albums ago. So I okay. wanted to know if you... Is it 1111? No, it's oh. Where You Going. It's the okay. song they didn't play. But okay. would you rather me play an obscure song from an old album no. or something from the new album no, that you really like? So Arkells, you already talked about how great they are. There's just one song I recently heard like four or five months ago. and I've listened to it all the time mm-hmm. since then. And it's from their album. I forget what album it's called. It doesn't matter. But the song's called Where You Going. It has mm-hmm. like a strong 80s vibe. So mm-hmm. obviously I like it so much. Is it the High Noon album? High Noon. That's the mm-hmm. album it is. And yeah, it's just like a catchy song. And I, tr- I looked up all their set lists. And I noticed they didn't play it at all. Uh, I was like, well, maybe they'll play it at Massey yeah. Hall. Because they have a music video for it. But I was like, oh, if they have a music video, maybe yeah. they'll play it live. They never did. But it's probably my top three favorite Arkell songs. And because I haven't heard it as much as the other ones, it's like mm-hmm. my favorite one right the now. The Hidden Gem. So why don't we get into it? The song of the week by the band of the week is Where You Going by the Arkells. <laughs> so all the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com slash the live 605, pictures, memes, and celebrity endorsements. <laughs> and you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Valencamp. I'm at Valgomez23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. 
and on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. And I heard about the numbers. John Mallon and Val Gomez.